Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. All right, let me speak to the guys for a moment. It's been a long day at work, and all you want to do is come home and veg out, tune out the world. You're pretty stressed. But um, you get home, and your wife immediately wants to know, how was your day? This is a little bit of a frustration point for some men, and I think what my wife and I have learned is I just need a little time to decompress, and then I'll be able to share with you. I'm John Fuller, joined by the Smallies, uh, Greg and Aaron, who run our marriage department here at Focus, and I'm sure that you have friends who have experienced that kind of thing, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Very, very, very close friends. I know that when I come home as an introvert, um, I'm usually exhausted because I've used so many words already at work here at Focus should I on the Family. take that personally since you we should. spend a lot of time no. in the studio? I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I've okay. just used up a lot I of words. That. So I get home, and I'm already fatigued from, from talking more as an introvert. So you have that issue going on. But then there's also a, a dynamic that, you know, in my role as an executive here at Focus on the Family, I'm also dealing with a whole lot of problems. I'm having to solve issues. I'm having to make a lot of decisions. And that creates fatigue. And so I know when I come home, there's a part of me going, I don't have any more words and I don't want to make any more decisions or have to deal with another problem. And I know that, you know, Erin is ready to, to hear about what's going on. She's, she needs to tell me, hey, this is going on with one of our kids. And the conflict that it can create is that all of a sudden now she's feeling maybe rejected. Yeah. She's feeling that I'm not care. interested. She's feeling the, the disconnect. So part of what I've learned that I need to really be aware of is she's making a bid to connect. And behind that bid is Aaron is saying, hey, are you willing to really open up and and reveal your life? And I'm interested. I want to know what's really going on for you. And so part of what I need to learn to do is to go, okay, right now she's, she's wanting to connect. It's a good thing. Even though I'm tired, it's a good thing. I'm glad she wants to connect. But then tell her, how about this? 10 minutes. Just give me 10 minutes. I'm just going to sit here. I just need to decompress for a moment, and then I'd love to hear about your day, and I'd love to share some mm-hmm. things that went on for me. I appreciate that. Yeah, actually, for me, it's not at the end of a day, even though I, like you, I'm an introvert, and I often am worded out, if you will, or peopled out, as I call it. For me, it's the morning. Dina gets mm-hmm. up before me often these days, and I trudge out, and she wants to have a deep conversation. If she just hits me with something right away, it's sort of like, I, I'm a deer in the headlights. Yeah, give I'm me just, coffee, at least. I'm just like, I'm no good for the first hour. I'm sorry. Uh, so we've had to kind of work that through. Now, Dr. David Clark joined Jim Daly and me to discuss how we, particularly as men, can be better listeners to our wives, day or night. And uh, we had some special call-in guests as well. Uh, We open uh, with the suggestion that Jim can actually multitask, listening and doing something else at the same time. Now, to be fair, uh, I'm sitting next to a guy that actually can do this pretty well. Uh, uh, Jim, you, I've, I've seen you on busy interstates in California traffic. <laughs> Don't talk and, about and, that. <laughs> and you're doing very well driving and listening at the same time. We have a clip from Gene we'd like to share at this what? point in the program. Oh. Just Now, this we no. want to be careful because Gene does think you're a pretty good listener, I think. But let's go ahead and hear that clip, and, and David, maybe you can react as to how Jim's <laughs> doing so. or I'd how love common to. this is. <laughs> 
It used to drive me crazy that when I was trying to tell Jim something that I felt was really important, and he would be sitting there reading or maybe looking at a smartphone, but I would be talking to him, and he would continue doing whatever it was he was doing, and I got frustrated and said, Jim, you're not even listening. And he said, yes, I am. And I said, okay, what did I just say? He was able to repeat verbatim back to me what I had just been saying to the word. And I I was frustrated still and said, well, okay, I need you to look at me. I need eye contact. You're listening, but I need to know that you're listening. So while our president hmm. may have this great uh, ability to multitask and to actually listen, David, I hear you saying it's actually better for most of us guys to do some of the things you had just recommended. Right. The eye contact is so important to them. And they're reading in the eyes uh, level of interest and love and concern. I'm telling you, and if you can bring that, whoa, then she feels loved. Uh, David, I'm going to turn the table on you. So, you know, my listening skills might not be perfect, or good, but you have a hard time sharing, I think, is one of your issues. So I've got Sandy spilling the beans on you. He has a really great memory for people's names. He can meet you one time. Hi, this is Eric, and this is Sheila, and he'll remember your name forever. But he cannot remember anything that happens during the day. And so he'll come home, and he really has absolutely nothing to talk about. So it would be, you know, what happened today? It was fine. I don't know, nothing. You know, he really didn't have anything to talk about. So he had to start taking notes during the day and bringing this little notepad with him uh, because he really couldn't remember anything at the end of the day. All right. Anything in your defense on that? That is not Sandy's voice. I'm not sure who that woman was. <laughs> that was a paid actress. We modified it, you know, to protect her. <laughs> no, that's my sweetheart. She got tired, as many women do, of coming home all day, haven't seen her. I, I come home, and she wants an adult conversation. I've given her four wonderful kids. Uh, you're welcome. And so she wanted an adult conversation, but it was, yeah, fine, okay, pretty good. I had nothing to share with her. And the sad truth is, this is true for most men, I had nothing. I had forgotten my entire day. I had nothing for her. Did you really keep a notebook? I did. (laughs) That's just so funny. Because I had no memory. Most men have no memory for their day. It's like, what's happening tonight? I thought you and I, you know, we could go out. We could have some fun. We could do this and that. And so the rest. But most great conversations are based on what's already happened. Not what's going on. So how would you use this little pocket notebook? What would you write in it? I had three notebooks. I had one for the car. I had one for my office. I had one at home. And, uh... This is before smartphones, and now I can use my phone, even though I still use my pad. I support the logging industry. Anyway, so I would, I would jot down, as things happened during the day that I thought Sandy would be interested in, I'd say, you know what? The blonde might find this interesting. I would jot it down. So when I got home, I would have four or five things on my list. We'd sit down for our couple talk time. She was thrilled because I thought about her, and I actually had material. She didn't even have to ask. I said, honey, I've got some things to share with you. It was great. And I, we do, I do it to this day. It's a winner. No, that's good. Let's uh, continue to talk about now the crowbar. Typically, this is the wife. Not always. We've said that in the beginning. But why does the crowbar, the one trying to open up the clam, uh, why do they try to pry open the clam, and, and why is that a bad thing? Well, the woman wants closeness. She was born that way. She has been raised that way. Other women have gotten a hold of her and taught her that's what it's about. 
connection, understanding, openness, intimacy. That's what she wants. That's why she married this guy. And so she wants to get to know him, share life with him, and get him to talk and share. That means everything to her. A woman who does not have closeness has nothing, nothing, and she'll be just dying in the marriage. I loved the candor from Jean and Sandy and um, the way that Jim and David responded to those uh, those call-ins. It's a good reminder that our wives really want us to listen well. And uh, Aaron and Greg, there are couples who are um, listening along in this podcast thinking, yeah, we want to connect, but it's really hard. Um, and, and let's go back to what you said earlier, Greg. You're an introvert. Aaron, you're not. So how do we bridge that gap between introvert and extrovert? Yeah, it's important to acknowledge those differences and to even say, I know it was so helpful once Greg and I realized, oh, you're an introvert, I'm an extrovert. We see the world very differently. We connect differently, male and female personalities. I mean, there's all kinds of factors going into communication. So it's important to recognize those, put them out on the table and kind of navigate, kind of like you said. Not as an excuse. No, we're navigating them, figuring out how do we blend both mm-hmm. of those differences. Yeah. They're not right, wrong, good, bad. They just are. And it's important for me to understand what does Greg need in order to connect with me? What helps him to feel safe? Because when he feels safe, he's going to open up a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. And what do I need? And so it's different. And I know when Greg gets home, he definitely needs some decompression time. I think he likes it when he gets home and I'm actually out seeing clients <laughs> or running the kids around somewhere. Coming home to an empty because... house is kind of a gift to us. <laughs> a beautiful thing. Versus for me, I'm like, I'm alone. I don't want to be alone. Where's people? And so it's just different. Yeah. And that time for him to decompress prior to engaging is important to him. And I, I think we found for Dina and me that after dinner, taking a walk, and that's particularly easy in Colorado. It's generally fairly decent um, after dinner, at least for most of the year. And that allows me time to kind of get refreshed by the meal and we do the thing of cleaning up the kitchen. Then we have time to do some side-by-side walking along. It's not this super intensive time, but it allows us to kind of explore together in a way that um, would be more difficult if we were just sitting down, okay, let's talk, right? It's true. And and I love, Aaron, what you're saying, that you do a great job of recognizing, understanding as an introvert, boy, to have some decompression time, that's all important. And and I appreciate that. What I want to say, though, is that Aaron is not responsible for that. And, and that's, I think, where a lot of couples make the mistake. If I'm allowing her to be the responsible one to make sure that I'm decompressing, then it puts her in a really no-win situation versus I need to make sure that I know what I need, that I'm doing that. So like, you know, for me driving home from Focus, it's about a 10-minute drive. How do I use that time? Do I use that time to make one more phone call that's only going to lead me to more stress yeah, and yeah. frustration? Or am I putting on some of my favorite praise and worship music and just allowing those songs and singing with those songs, even though I can't sing at all, just to, to get me into a better place? What I've learned is that I am responsible to do something to prepare myself to come home to my family. Yeah, there's an element of self-care here. There Mm -hmm. has to be. Mm -hmm. But as your wife, I can be an assistant Mm -hmm. in being aware of what Greg needs and being aware of of what helps him to decompress is great. Because sometimes we can can remind each other, like, hey, 
I know you're exhausted. And we're a team on this thing. Yes. It's not like I'm superior and you have to learn my ways or anything like that. This is a matter of you both getting your needs met in a way that seems satisfying and fulfilling yeah. to you relationally. Yeah, it's just being clear on who's responsible yeah. for that. At the end yeah. of the day, I've got to be the responsible one to figure out what do I need to be open to my wife and kids. And so if that means that I need five minutes to 10 minutes to decompress when I get home, it's okay. Yeah. As long as I know I'm the responsible one to get ready. And if you have to, you know, just drive through the neighborhood for a few minutes to get ready, then so be it, right? right. <laughs> Well, because of you, our listener, and your generosity, Focus has been able to help thousands of couples around the world this year, in these past 12 months, to have a stronger marriage. I mean, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of couples. And if I can make it personal, if this ministry has impacted you, please consider making a generous contribution of any amount to support the work here. And when you do, we'll send a copy of Dr. David Clark's book, Men Are Clams, Women Are Crowbars, as our way of saying thank you for your support. And if your marriage needs help in uh, this area of communication or some other way, give us a call. We'll connect you with resources, or if it's really serious, we'll uh, make sure that we schedule a time for you to talk to one of our caring Christian counselors. Our number is 800, the letter A, and the word family, or click the episode notes for more. Next time, you're going to hear from Mylan and Kay Yurkovich talking about getting through stressful seasons of life as a couple. I'm John Fuller, and for Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. <laughs>